Hello and welcome to the Frontier Strategy Group podcast series. FSG is the leading information services provider for emerging markets executives. We partner with business leaders at over 200 multinationals by providing them with research, analytical tools, and data that helps power their emerging markets business strategies. The focus of today's podcast is a discussion with Alexa Lyon, Senior Analyst for FSG's Sub-Saharan Africa Practice, about her recent report about the distribution landscape in Nigeria. My name is Mark McNamee, and I am the Central and Eastern European Analyst at FSG. Alexa is joining me today from FSG's London office. As a reminder, this research and all of our content is available via our portal at portal.frontierstrategygroup.com or via your FSG iPad application. Alexa, welcome. Thanks, Mark. It's good to be here. Wonderful. So, Alexa, I've been looking forward to this discussion as distribution management is one of the most common and recurring issues that our clients encounter in emerging markets. Could you start out by setting the scene as to why distribution management is important today? Yeah, absolutely, Mark. So, Nigeria is a tough market to operate in. It's Sub-Saharan Africa's largest economy, it has the largest population, but it's facing a new normal of macroeconomic uncertainty because of low oil prices. As oil prices have declined, we're seeing less foreign exchange enter the market, which has led the central bank to impose very unorthodox policies, such as banning the import of certain products or accessing foreign exchange to import about 41 products. So as a result, we've seen a slowdown in the manufacturing sector, we've seen a spike in inflation, we've seen currency volatility throughout last year with a potential devaluation on the horizon as well. And so given all of this uncertainty, we're seeing a very tough business environment for local partners, which could exacerbate already existing weaknesses of local distributors. So companies, in light of this environment, need to understand what the major challenges are in the distribution landscape for two things. First, to protect their investments, and secondly, to better manage their local partners in this environment. Okay. Well, then that leads pretty naturally into my question. What is the distribution landscape in Nigeria like then? Sure. So first of all, the distribution landscape in Nigeria can be best summed up in one word, which is fragmented. The vast majority of the mass market is informal and comprises many channels. So as a result, companies tend to deal with a large number of distributors to ensure a national reach, which complicates their channel strategies. There are very few distributors that are able to cater to the entire opportunity. And the opportunity in Nigeria is quite decentralized and exists beyond Lagos. There are two types of distributors. The first would be the trading distributor, so to speak. Those are large and established distributors. They're good at importing, they're good at managing the product, but they're not great at penetrating the informal sector. And then you have, secondly, door-to-door or tabletop distributors. They have weak importing experience, they have less warehousing capacity than trading distributors, but they really understand how to tap into the informal sector and deal extensively with cash, because Nigeria is still very much a cash-based economy. Okay, so that's very interesting. Those are uh, pretty good distinctions you made there. I can imagine that the business environment that these distributors operated in is also influencing their operations. So how do you describe the physical environment distributors operate in and clients must then consider with when managing their partners. 
Yeah, so to your point, the business environment, the very physical environment that distributors operate in will impact what kind of capabilities clients need to look out for when vetting those distributors. So as I mentioned, the opportunities in Nigeria are quite decentralized. You have a fragmented distribution system. So distributors must contend with remote and informal channels in the north, which is one of the, again, most remote regions or with major bottlenecks in the highly competitive and more accessible south of the country. Security challenges also differ across the country, with road insecurity being the biggest issue for distributors. Most road accidents occur in the south, and it's actually more so than than violent crime or kidnapping or anything, or terrorism even. Road accidents are the biggest cause of, of death in Nigeria. But ultimately, most of these issues, whether they're security, bottlenecks, or remote access, boil down to infrastructure. Infrastructure capacity in Nigeria is weak. Over $3 trillion are estimated to plug the infrastructure gap. And so as a result, we see bottlenecks, delays, costs for companies that distribute across the countries. So companies need to expect that even the best distributors are going to face long and uncertain travel times, and they need to thoroughly vet the distributors' operations and processes to make sure that these distributors know how to deal with the bottlenecks as they arise and to be fully aligned as well on the time that it takes to distribute in this type of environment. Okay, wow, that sure sounds like a tough, uh, very difficult environment to operate in then. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's all the more important for companies selling in Nigeria to invest in capability building for their distributors. It's not just about financial targets, it's about developing those capabilities to make sure you can navigate that environment. Okay, so um, more directly for the report that you published, I got a chance to glance at it briefly, um, and I noticed that you actually analyzed four core capabilities required that in your estimation is necessary for successful uh, strategies in the competitive and difficult Nigerian market. Could you walk us through those? Sure. So the four capabilities that we cover are financial competencies, bargaining power, information sharing, and territory coverage. And we really analyze what is the reality around each of these four competencies. Are distributors weak? Are they good? Are they mediocre at any of these things? And we kind of describe um, what is needed to make sure that distributors really reach the maximum uh, level of quality with each of these competencies. As it pertains to financial competencies, the landscape is marked by difficult access to capital, high interest rates, especially in this age of currency volatility, lack of collateral. Many distributors, especially the smaller ones, can't really access finance because they don't have much collateral to offer, Um, which means that multinationals need to step in to really build up those financial competencies. They can provide training, they can help distributors negotiate better interest rates at the bank, and also if the relationship is strong and longstanding, they can even offer a line of credit. In terms of bargaining power, this is a very important capability because it influences pretty much everything since um, business in Nigeria is very relationship-based. Bargaining power is tilted in favor of distributors who have the local knowledge. They have a very profit-driven mentality, um, and they can also leverage business with the competition to demand more lucrative incentives. It's very frustrating for multinationals entering Nigeria to deal with a distributor who really cares about profit, who really cares about price, and any value proposition about quality, about durability won't necessarily... It, it will usually fall on deaf ears, because at the end of the day, it's it's price and it's margin that counts. 
So multinationals need to craft incentives, especially cash-based incentives, that's the reality, that reward for customer services, not just sales performance, in order to gradually shift distributors' perspective away from purely profits towards more of a value-add, customer service-driven uh, type of mentality. Thirdly, information sharing is also quite difficult because distributors are hesitant to share that information, which includes financials, inventory levels, customer trends. And that reluctance is very much due to weak processes internally to track that customer information, as well as distributor skepticism regarding the need to develop this capability, which at the end of the day falls back on, on trust, lack of trust. Why would I develop this capability? Why would I give you all of my inventory levels if I don't know you and I can't trust you? So trust is very important. Um, so multinationals need to develop robust processes in addition to that trust. So for example, one company um, has an SMS tracking system. So they harness the technology that's the most prevalent within their distributor organization. And through SMS, they can monitor inventory, which then feeds back into financial competencies because in inventory turnover is healthy. Interest rates might be more advantageous. And then finally, territory coverage. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Nigeria is marked by an expansive geography, poor infrastructure, and it also has many varied business cultures within the country. So that makes it difficult for distributors to offer that national coverage. So multinationals rely on smaller distributors to penetrate the market. They usually begin in Lagos. Then they expand in Abuja and Port Harcourt, followed by the South, the Middle Belt, and the North. Multinationals should not assume that their Lagos partners will necessarily expand into other parts of the country. So they need to make sure that they have sufficient local staff to manage multiple distributors with these usually weak capabilities. So as you mentioned then, let's just recap very quickly. The landscape is fragmented. Infrastructure is clearly quite difficult, as you've described. Uh, it requires certain specific capabilities in order to be successful in the market. Um, so that's sort of today. A lot of changes, though, have come this year and will be coming over the next couple of years uh, to this to this important market. Yeah. Um, so how do you see the distribution landscape in Nigeria evolving over time? So in the report, we talk about three major trends that multinationals need to track in order to stay ahead of that curve. The first is that formal trade is growing. The second is that distributors will become more sophisticated. And the third is that local teams are crucial for distribution. As far as formal retail is concerned, as I mentioned, the vast majority of trade is informal, but modern channels are expanding on the back of mall developments, but especially through technology. There are high mobile technology adoption rates and e-commerce is growing very, very quickly, and that allows multinationals to diversify their go-to-market strategies. In terms of distributor capabilities, um, what we're seeing on the ground is that sales and distribution managers are increasingly pressuring their distributors to provide value-added services, which will become a core distributor competency in the future, but certainly not tomorrow. And finally, local teams are crucial for distribution. As you probably gleaned from the analysis and if you see the report, it's important to have that level of trust on the ground, to have that relationship, but also to be very much on top of distribution or distributor um, financials, inventory, customer trends. And that can only really happen if you have a local team. Nigeria is so big. The macroeconomic environment is so uncertain and logistics are difficult. So many multinationals are establishing local teams 
for Nigeria only, not all of West Africa, because Nigeria could cannibalize by virtue of its size the rest of your West Africa operations. So we're seeing multinationals establishing those local teams and engaging in direct sales to stay ahead of the competition. And that is, is crucial to succeeding in Nigeria. Excellent. Thank you for this, this overview. Uh, very interesting insights. Uh, and so what can we expect next from you in terms of your research agenda? Sure. So I'm traveling to Lagos in late January to perform research on part two of this series, which will be about management excellence. So in short, best practices that companies can develop to deal with the realities outlined in this report. So stay tuned. All right. Well, we look forward to hearing about that in the future then. So thank you very much, Alexa. As a reminder to our clients, you can speak to Alexa or any member of the FSG research team at any time by scheduling time via your FSG client relationship director. You can also access our sub-Saharan research and all FSG content on FrontierView at portal.frontierstrategygroup.com. This concludes our podcast. We wish you great outperformance in your emerging markets and particularly in Nigeria.